Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 276 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about Seattle Mariners outfielder Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez had massive expectations coming into this season. Last year, he was Rookie of the Year and helped the Mariners get a wild card spot, but began this season in a bit of a sophomore slump. And really, the only reason Julio Rodriguez made the MLB All-Star Game is because it was held in Seattle. I was thinking he was going to make that jump to MVP candidate to otherworldly player. I thought he was going to be a top five player in all of baseball, and that really didn't happen until the month of August. Now that we are at the end of the season, Julio has played himself back into the conversation of baseball's very best players. For the month of August, the 22-year-old outfielder hit 429 with 7 home runs and 30 runs batted in and catapulted the Mariners into a playoff contention. He had 17 hits in a 4 game stretch which is a major league record. And one aspect of his game that doesn't get talked about enough is his speed. Julio Rodriguez has 36 stolen bases. He's not one dimensional. He's a 5 tool player and maybe this is something that doesn't continue throughout his career. For instance, Mike Trout was stealing bases early on, but now doesn't at all. The Seattle Mariners as a franchise has not been a franchise that has lacked stars. They had Ichiro, who every season was going to get 200 hits. They had the ace that was Felix Hernandez. I think he's the underrated pitcher of his generation. I think he should be a Hall of Fame candidate. He most likely won't make the Hall of Fame because he didn't get enough wins because he wasn't playing for a dominant team like the Boston. And Red Sox or the New York Yankees, but Felix Hernandez truly was one of the best pitchers of his era. And then you had Alex Rodriguez, who isn't really remembered for his time with the Seattle Mariners. He's more remembered for his time with the Texas Rangers and the New York Yankees. The Mariners have also had one of the all-time greatest designated hitters in Edgar Martinez. But for me, Julio Rodriguez is the biggest star the team has had since Ken Griffey Jr. And I think he's close to being being in that discussion for best player in the game. He'll soon be on that same pedestal as guys like Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and Shohei Otani. You can also include Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna Jr. to that conversation. There are a lot of great stars in the game today, and Julio Rodriguez is among them. And something that I think is very good for Julio Rodriguez is he's going to be in one place for the majority of his career because he's already locked up to a massive long-term deal with the Seattle Mariners. I think it is in both parties' best interest that he remains a member of the Seattle Mariners. I believe position players usually have a great run with one team, and then they are not that same player. Yes, there are exceptions to the rule. Miguel Cabrera was a lot better for the Detroit Tigers than he was for the Florida Marlins, but he was young in his career when he was traded to the Tigers. Baseball, to me, is the type of sport that makes the most sense for a player to spend 
spend his entire career with one team because you get comfortable. I grew up watching David Ortiz being a member of the Boston Red Sox for the majority of his career, and it was the best case for both parties. The Boston Red Sox wanted David Ortiz to be there, and David Ortiz was one of their best players. I don't think David Ortiz would have been the same player on any other team, and I'm not saying that about Julio Rodriguez. Obviously, right now, he would be lighting up the league no matter where he was, but long-term for his success, I think it makes the most sense for him to remain a member of the Seattle Mariners, and I understand why some people might be listening to this and go, wait a second, wouldn't it be great if Julio Rodriguez was on the New York Yankees, or Julio Rodriguez was on the New York Mets? Those teams are going to have stars no matter what. I think every baseball team should have a superstar player, and for Seattle, they deserve a guy like Julio Rodriguez. The Mets already have Pete Alonso. The Yankees already have Aaron Judge. Let the Mariners have Julio Rodriguez. He has chosen to be a member of this organization for the foreseeable future. That is a good thing for the sport of baseball, to have as many stars on as many teams as humanly possible. I get it. If you're a fan, you obviously want him on your team. I want him to be a member of the Boston Red Sox. I think he's the most exciting player in the game today. But still, I think baseball can be kind of boring when it's just the big market teams come in and swoop up the small market players. I like it when teams like Seattle can compete with other teams and lock down a star player who wants to be a member of the Seattle Mariners. And again, Ichiro wanted to be a member of the Seattle Mariners for all that time period. It must be a great place to play baseball. This is a team that only lost Ken Griffey Jr. because he wanted to play in the place he grew up in Cincinnati because his dad, Ken Griffey Sr., played for the Reds. I mean, that's the only reason they lost Ken Griffey Jr. This is a great place to be a star in the game of baseball, and I think it's good that they have a new star in Julio Rodriguez. And I also just believe Seattle is a great sports market. They've always had good teams. The Seahawks have always been competitive, even when they had guys like Matt Hasselbeck at quarterback. They were making the Super Bowl. They were really good. Then they had Russell Wilson, and they were one of the most exciting football teams. And then in basketball in the 90s, they had Gary Payne, they had Sean Kemp, and they were just about to have another star in Kevin Durant when the Sonics left for Oklahoma City. I mean, that was rough. I think Seattle is a great sports market. I think they have a great fan base. They've always been loyal to their players. Again, Ken Griffey Jr. was a sensation in Seattle. He was a mainstream star, even though he was playing in Seattle. And that's something I'm wondering if that will ever happen for Julio Rodriguez. As talented as I think he is, will he ever be a mainstream star in that same way? And this has nothing to do with his talent because, again, I believe this guy will be, in the next three to four years, the unanimous best player in all of baseball. He's too talented. Look at what he's doing with the Seattle Mariners. He's not on the best baseball team, but he's turning them into a playoff contender. 
contender. I just don't know if he'll ever become a national star. Like, will people outside of big baseball fans know the name Julio Rodriguez the way they know the name Derek Jeter? And I think that says something about the sport of baseball, is that outside baseball fans don't know the big names like they used to. Like, everyone knew the name Ken Griffey Jr. He was a national star. You knew the name even if you didn't follow him actually playing the game. Ken Griffey Jr. transcended the sport he was playing. That's not happening in baseball today. Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs last season, yet non-baseball fans don't really know who he is like they would have if it was 1998. People knew the names Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, even though they weren't following the home run chase, because baseball was more of a prevalent thing back in the 1990s. I think it shows the state of baseball that their current players aren't bigger names, that Mookie Betts isn't a national name, that Mike Trout isn't a national name, that Aaron Judge isn't a national name, and the same for Julio Rodriguez. Now, he's only a second-year player, but I don't know if we'll ever live in a world where people who don't follow the sport of baseball know the name Julio Rodriguez. And I'm kind of sad about that because I like the day where you could casually mention an athlete and everyone knew who you were talking about. And that still happens with sports like football and basketball, but it doesn't happen with baseball. And it's very frustrating for fans of baseball like myself because, again, it's such a big sport. I mean, they play 162 games. It's the longest sport of the year. I just wish more people like the sport, followed the sport, or even if they didn't, knew the name Julio Rodriguez. I think there's one true way he could become a national star, and that's if he won a World Series title. Like, if he wins multiple World Series championships with the Seattle Mariners, then I think even non-baseball fans would learn his name, because everybody would be talking about him. If he put up historical numbers in the postseason, became one of the best postseason players in baseball history, and won multiple World Series titles, then I think non-baseball fans would know who he is. But that's a big ask. I mean, he plays in Seattle for the Seattle Mariners. They're not exactly a dominant franchise. Yes, they've had some good runs. They won the most games in regular season history back in 2001, but this is a team that has never won a World Series championship, and that's why it would be a big deal if Julio Rodriguez were the one who led them to it. Because I still believe that's a way to become a big star in the game of baseball, is to perform on the biggest level. That's one of the reasons that some non-baseball fans know the name David Ortiz because he was a legitimately great playoff performer. It's the reason why people know Derek Jeter because he was clutch. He was Mr. November. He was having walk-off hits into October. He was that good. And then you had Reggie Jackson himself. I mean, he performed on the biggest stage. That's why he's remembered. Yes, it's also because those guys were New York Yankees and they played for the Boston Red Sox, but they were doing it on the biggest stage. If somehow Julio Rodriguez got to that stage and performed, then I think he would become a mainstream superstar. And I'm really hoping that happens. Because I think baseball needs more of its best players 
playing into October and putting up massive numbers. I think baseball is in desperate need of a star like that who just performs great in October because they haven't had that with Mike Trout, and it's not his fault, but Mike Trout just hasn't been to the postseason enough. He's made one trip to the postseason. Baseball needs its best player to routinely make the playoffs, and that's why I believe Julio Rodriguez has a chance to be baseball's best player because because not only is he going to put up great regular season numbers, again, he's in year two and he has a great chance of being two for two in playoff trips with the Seattle Mariners. In his second year, he's already going to go to the playoffs more times than Mike Trout. That is a big deal that not enough people are talking about. I think baseball's biggest star needs to perform in October. That's why Aaron Judge is a big star. He's on the New York Yankees. They're going to bounce back. They're going to be a routine playoff team. I think the faces of baseball in the future are going to be Aaron Judge and Julio Rodriguez. That truly is how you become a megastar in baseball, is to perform in the postseason. Look at Mookie Betts. He's won the World Series with the Boston Red Sox and the LA Dodgers. That's why he is widely considered to be one of the best players in baseball, because of his performance in the postseason. Now, his numbers in the postseason aren't staggering, but he's been there before. He's won the titles. He's been a big part of playoff winning teams. I believe there is a real competition here to who is the best player in baseball. Again, I brought up the big names. You still have Mike Trout. He's putting up numbers, but now he's routinely missing a lot of time. You have Aaron Judge. He's on a Yankees team that's in a weird development time. They're going younger. They might not be competitive over the next few seasons, so that kind of puts him out of the running. I think Aaron Judge will have a massive season next year, but the Yankees just might not be in the playoffs picture. You have Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, if he wins a World Series with the Braves, that would put him in contention again. Remember, the Braves won the World Series a few years ago without him, so I think there is pressure on Ronald Acuna Jr. to be the best thing on a Braves team that wins the World Series. Mookie Betts is a thousand percent in the conversation. Again, he's won with the Red Sox. He's won with the Dodgers. He's won an MVP. I think he's one of the best leadoff hitters in the history of baseball, and that doesn't get talked enough about how great of a leadoff hitter he is. I mean, the guy has 30-plus homers and 100 RBIs as a leadoff hitter. That is unreal. And the name most people like to bounty about as the best player in the game is Shohei Otani, but Otani is in this weird realm of what is his future going to be like? He's currently not pitching. He's going to be a free agent. Is he going to remain a member of the Angels? Is he going to pitch next season? If he's only a hitter, would you still consider him the best player in baseball? So I think there really is a chance for Julio Rodriguez to emerge as baseball's best player. And I think he's going to take that mantle by next season because he needs to put together a complete year. He can't have a slow start and get hot again like this year. I think if he really wants to take the mantle, he's going to have to have one of those amazing 40-40 seasons, which I really think he's fully capable of doing. I think year three is far and away 
going to be Julio Rodriguez's best season to date. And I want to end the podcast on this note. I believe if Julio Rodriguez leads the Mariners to a division title this season, then he should no doubt be in the MVP conversation, and I would give him the award. Look at who he's winning that division over if they end up winning it. The Houston Astros, who have been a dynasty with Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, Justin Verlander. Jose Altuve has had an incredible bounce back 2023. He is playing like the old Jose Altuve. And then you have the Texas Rangers, who have been red hot all season long, but are just now coming back to earth. If Julio Rodriguez solely leads the Mariners to the division title, in my opinion, he should win MVP. Because look at where the Mariners are when he is playing at an elite level. They are a different baseball team. They are exciting. Yes, there are other good players on the Seattle Mariners like catcher Cal Raleigh. He's a very good player, but Julio Rodriguez is far and away their best player. And when he's playing at an elite level, they play like an elite team. That shows his actual value. I think we need to start giving MVPs to players on good teams. I know Mike Trout deserved those MVPs. I know Shohei Otani deserved that MVP. But right now, Julio Rodriguez deserves an MVP for what he is doing with the Seattle Mariners. This team would be absolutely nothing without him. His August is what got them back into the playoff picture. Now, you could debate he should have been playing at LE level all season long. I get it. We want our MVPs to have great beginnings, great middles, and great ends. But this is an MVP season he's having. Again, 17 hits in four games. That's a major league baseball record. What he is doing and what he did in the month of August has literally never been seen before. Now, do I think he's going to win MVP? No, I think they're going to give the award to Shohei Otani, and I get it. He's hitting, he's pitching, but look at what Julio Rodriguez is doing with the Seattle Mariners. This is a team that had expectations because everyone thought that Julio Rodriguez would make that jump to the next level. Now he is doing that, and he's leading them to the postseason, and he's not just leading them to another wildcard spot. Again, this is all if the Seattle Seattle Mariners win the division. I don't see how you couldn't give him the award. Again, over the Houston Astros, a team who everyone still thinks has a great chance to win the World Series. Over the Texas Rangers, a team that led the division for most of the season. People were forgetting the Seattle Mariners even existed before Julio Rodriguez went hot this August and put them back on the map. That is pure value in my my eyes. It's most valuable player, and Julio Rodriguez has clearly proven his value to the Seattle Mariners. I get that the MVP award has become all about the stats, but why can't it be about the stats plus the winning? I mean, this is a guy who's going to end up having a 30-30 season. He's going to reach that 30 home run plateau. He's already stolen 36 bases. He has a 280 batting average. It's not like he's hitting 250. He is one of the best players players in all of baseball, and I think he has been, for, 
just for a two-month stretch, the best player in the American League. And that, in my eye, is enough to give him the American League MVP award because there isn't a guy like Aaron Judge who's hitting 60 home runs this season. There are guys having great statistical seasons, but not to the level that Julio Rodriguez is. I think you can make a fair and valid argument that he deserves to win MVP because that is part of the story is that him heating up is exactly what is bringing the Seattle Mariners to the playoffs. Without him, they would be going nowhere fast. With him, their future is super bright. He might lead them to the ALCS for all we know. I am super excited to see this player back in the postseason because I think he is going to do good things. And again, I think in the next two to three years, we will be talking about Julio Rodriguez being the unanimous best player, not only in the American League, but in all of baseball. He is becoming my favorite player to watch. Julio may not end up winning MVP this season, but by the end of his career, he will have won the award multiple times. And I also believe he'll eventually lead the Seattle Mariners to their first ever World Series championship. He, to me, feels like a primetime player, like he is going to deliver in the biggest moments possible. It's what he did during August, so I would definitely bank on him doing it during October. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Kay McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <music>